Hello, everybody, and welcome back. I almost tried to start it myself. <laughs> welcome I back. I forget this isn't my podcast. This is actually Chris's. He's so used to that, man. I'm, I know. Funny. I'm like, and here we go. Let's get started with the days. Of the no, it's not my Let's podcast. Let's go. Let's do this. Welcome to the Mad Monks Podcast, everybody. <laughs> Thank you all for joining us again. And we, I saw we had a subscriber, a subscriber. Oh. Woo, woo, woo. Hey, there, there's with one. one person out there who subscribed to us. Yeah, we start with one. That's what matters. Um, today, we're our opening is going to be, what is your favorite instrument? Aaron? Oh, geez. I hand the mic to you. <laughs> Metaphorically, I still have Metaphorically, it. Metaphorically. Right he's, he's, he's got his own. But. It's, it's, it, I have the power of the mic. Uh, so I actually am biased because I played in middle school and for Half of a sem- half of a semester in high school, I played the French horn. Ooh, um, interesting. The French horn is a beautiful instrument. Mm-hmm. It is almost regal sounding. It sounds very royal and has just this it does. bound ba- this, this sound that just yeah. it, it, you just kind of you perk up and you pay attention. Yeah, um, it's not like a trumpet, like a dun, 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 dun. it's a very deep, um, almost not really bass, but it's got that deep sound that kind of rumbles yeah. um and it's it's a beautiful thing the mellophone is the marching band version of it yep and it looks like an oversized trumpet on steroids it does yeah um, i've played it uh it's exhausting uh <laughs> i imagine <laughs> i remember in high school being just like this thing is huge uh, but it sounds glorious so that's one the other would be the piano um, oh yeah i play again i'm biased because i played piano as a kid I took piano lessons for many years, yep. up until like probably third or fourth grade. Uh, the problem for me is, and the people at home can't see this, but Chris can vouch. I have short and stubby fingers, and when you have short and stubby fingers and you try and play the piano, it makes it difficult. It's not easy. Yeah. Um, so now, like, mind you, I love playing, like just plinking around, and I can yeah. make I can make a pretty good sound with some chords and just kind of do some stuff. Um, what's hilarious is, for my one of my rehearsals, I had to play. I learned how to play the Free Willy theme. Um, for the Michael Jackson <laughs> song, the Will You Be on Me on the River Jordan, whatever. And so, nice. I know. I remember that. I haven't watched Free Willy in years. It's been a long but time. Because yeah. I practiced that song so much, yeah. you put a piano in front of me and I can play that opening chord. The dun 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 that's how much my muscle memory, my brain has that ingrained that I could sit down and play that. Outside of that, I couldn't play you the next, the rest of the song. I'd have to pull out the music and look at it. Oh yeah. Uh, but yeah, I lo- I love the I love the sound of a piano. Um, my favorite, one of my favorite openings is, um, and it's a pretty stereotypical one, but um, Billy Joel's Piano Man, where he just sit, starts up with the piano kind of thing. Yeah. Melody, whatever. So yeah, huh, I love piano. I love French horn. Um, I can't play it, but I love guitar. I, I couldn't again. Short stubby fingers; they're not yep. good for guitar playing. So I have big hands. <laughs> yeah, you you could do it. You could yep. play. You've got a guitar over here. And Two of them. Yeah, you <laughs> you've yeah. got the skill. I do not. So now that I've given and, and talked about two of my favorite instruments, Ooh, I'm gonna do two also. Okay. Uh, the second one would probably be piano. I like okay Ray Charles. Mm, yeah. And Jerry Lee Lewis. Oh. Those are two, two of my favorite piano players. <laughs> I think Ray Charles is probably my favorite at yeah. this point. Yeah. Or or the blind guy, what's his name? Oh, Stevie is, Wonder. Yeah, isn't she lovely? I love that song. Mm-hmm. Oh my goodness. It's his a, version of Supernatural. Yeah, that's I a love great that. that's a great song. Um Stevie Wonder is fantastic. He is incredible. Uh, <laughs> I I'm trying to remember if Jerry Lee Lewis if his I think his story um I think he's dead. Yeah, he died. He is. He's dead, yeah. He died in two, uh, two, Wow, 2022, though. Holy crap. He Dude lived dead. to be... Um, he was old. <laughs> well, old. He was 80, aged 87. What's well, that In that Nesbitt, bad. Missouri. Unfortunately, Jerry Lee Lewis. There's no judgment on, on Mr. Lewis here, but... Nope. Um, he had a string of marriages. Um, he was divorced once, twice, three, fourth, uh, five times, actually. Oh, my goodness. That's a lot. Um, and one of them, one of his wives passed away on him. Oh, um, that sucks. But, yeah, he, he, I think his story and his marriages are, his, his, his personal life is not the greatest, but he was a brilliant piano player. Um, Just a groundbreaking, mm-hmm. incredible, he was good. And then guitar would be my first. Yeah. By far. 
So we'll, at some point, we might have to do like a special one-off, or we might, have to, we might have to go over to Nerds by Screenlight or County Gamers or something and talk about the greatest guitarists of all time. Because there are some in that that list oh, is massively that's crazy. That's hard. Um, well, you talk about like Roy Orbison. You Roy talk Orbison. about Glenn Campbell. Yep. You talk about that. Um, there is a guy, the Django Reinhardt, mm-hmm. amazing guitarist. There. So, the Honeymooner. No, the um, the uh, the Odd Couple. There was a guitar player, and it's uh, the fact that his name is escaping me. Hold on, I'm gonna find it. Jeff Beck's really good too. Guitar singing. Guitar. David solo. Bowie. Um, Roy Clark. Oh, Roy Clark's good. Roy, he's a legend. He's and very we'll have, good, at some yeah. point, we'll have to sit down and watch that clip and then talk about it either on this show or mm-hmm. part of the podcast. But there is a, th- it's a three minute um, long scene where Roy Clark. Th- it, so the 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 actors in the scene are playing Oscar and um, whatever else is the name is the yep. other couple. Yep. And they have Roy Clark on the show. It's playing either Roy Clark or playing a Roy character like Roy. Roy Clark-like character. Yep. He's like a famous guitar and whatever. And towards the end of the show, um, he just he goes buck wild. He plays yeah. like the the actors. They go out of character. They no longer are playing two <laughs> characters in the Odd Couple TV show. Yeah. They are now themselves. Their eyes are wide. Their mouths are open. Dude is tearing this guitar apart. Yeah. And it is like I watch it. I, I do it every every couple of weeks. I try and watch that clip. And I just go, that man is a beast. And Roy we, will never, we will never see. We, we've not, we, we see some, but the old school classic guitar, he, I would call them guitar heroes. They're heroes, yeah. Is they agree. had unimaginable talent in those fingers. Yeah. Glenn Campbell, without question, was one. I did, it boggles my mind what they could do with those guitars and their fingers and just yeah. the incredible talent and the sound that they could make. Yeah. Sound and and the power within that, yeah. um, we talk about like that's the that's the hard part. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's easy to play the notes, yeah, but to put the emotion behind it—that's the part that takes a gift, right? And you ha- and it's it's we've I don't know if we talked about this, and then we'll get to our actual topic. But the power of music transports you into a church-like environment. It does, like you're going to church. It um, does. I love when music. I when I watch that stuff, or I watch like I listen to those guitars, or I listen to good music, yeah, and it has heart and soul. Oh yeah, I like. I'm like, okay, this is my church. This is a holy moment. Yeah, um, it's why you, a lot of, at a lot of concerts, people will talk about having just this otherworld experience. Yeah. Well, the reason why is because you're in the presence of talent, and that talent is not just given. It's I would argue, and I'm probably going to get yelled at for this at some point in my lifetime. No, nope. that it's God given, and that talent when it when that when talent and and, and composition and all that just comes together in that moment. Man. There is it's incredible power. It is. Yeah. Um, that's why people talk about like when they go to the, the Bono concerts. Yeah. Why they talk about it as a religious experience because it is your heart and soul and mind all together as an audience is tuning into that sound. Yeah. And it is not just a regular old sound. It is something beautiful and sacred it and is. holy that partaking in that moment, you will never have that experience again because in that moment it's just – it's, it's church, yeah, and that's why when that, when we talk we're talking about instruments, I'm like, yeah, there's, I mean, being able to watch a symphony, yeah, and and hear the, the the power of all those instruments together, and as it reaches a, tr- a triumphant crescendo, and just done, you're just like, wow. There's a reason why we would come like Jurassic Park. You know that theme song. You know that, and when you hear it, <laughs> yeah. you're transported. Yeah. That's, oh, you are. That's power. That's the power of instrumentation in music. Yeah, it is. Well, like Darth, the Darth Vader march. Yeah. Same thing. And when you hear it in in the series and in, in, in movies and in the trilogy, yep. you are instantly like, oh, it's on. Like he's it, coming to kick somebody's it, butt. Right. It amps up, and it's. Yep. I love that we as human beings haven't lost the ability to create good music. Now, there's we could have a whole conversation uh, about auto-tune and AI. all that, everything. But there's there's so there's a reason why I like Taylor Swift still rocks and still yep. continues to be a megastar to this day. Yep. She has an incredible voice. Yeah. And she has an incredible talent with her guitar and her, and her songwriting. Yep. There's a reason why she, in my personal view, is better than a Katy Perry. Katy Perry's talented. I would agree with there's that. No I would agree that. that she's better. But yep. Taylor Swift her level of ability and talent 
yeah. overshadows like a Katy Perry. Yeah, um, I would agree with that. You, I mean, put Tanya, t- put Tanya Tucker up against a Taylor Swift. They're equal. Those two are work because Tanya Tucker was a was a she big was a star. Ma- she was a beast. Her man. her sound, Delta Dawn, even today. So I just watched a show with her like singing yep. that song after all these years. Yeah, and it was with a bunch of other country stars. So like new country stars that are are talented on their own. And yeah, are incredible. Oh yeah. But they were singing Delta Dawn, and they all stepped back towards the end of that song and let her sing that chorus on her <laughs> own. And every single one of them, as she hit that moment, was where they were just they just turned and their eyes got wide, their hands went to their chest, like they were just like it was that holy moment. Um, yeah, there's crazy. a so Martina McBride had a concert oh, yeah. with um, uh, Pat. What, so hit me with your Benatar. Rush. Benatar, and it's it's a cross. It's a it's a, it's a um, country sh- n- country television show. Whatever crossover they do them. They did one with um, uh, Reba McIntyre and the winner of, and she has a TV show. Kelly Clarkson, many many years ago. Kelly's an incredible singer. If you, <laughs> you, two, you, two, you and if you're listening out there, take it man, take a minute after I talk about this. Put put pause. Open up a new tab. Mm-hmm. Kelly Clarkson, Reba McIntyre, country crossovers. They do um, fancy. So Reba and Kelly Clarkson, and this is Kelly Clarkson of like 2021, like 2001, like many years ago. When oh, she, like she still when got she talent, but when she was younger, and having them sing "Fancy" and having them play yeah. off of each other, it is magical, and I would almost say holy because it is such infused with such talent and emotion, yeah. and they are clearly having a ball. Anyway, so Martina McBride and Pat Benatar, uh, they had one of those, the cr- yep. a country crossover. And the song is Independence Day. It's a Martina McBride song. Never heard of it. Um, it's a song basically about a, a mom, a, a her, a, a lady, a mom who's getting abused, and she oh. finally has had enough, and she takes revenge on her husband. And it's in on takes Independence revenge Day. on him. Yeah, oh. takes revenge on him. Like it's Independence Day, so she's gonna t- as the fireworks are going off. Um, and there's a part of that song where the Crap. chorus hits, yep. and so Martina McBride and Pat Benatar are on stage, and they're starting that song. Now, Pat Banatar is a legend among legends. Legend. Woman She's a legend. is just incredibly talented. She's really good. No man. questions asked. Her yep. voice is distinct. It is. And there's a moment where, where, where Martina McBride is just standing there and she's just having a ball. And they get to that course early on, and you can see Martina step back, drop her mic, and just like as Pat Benatar sings, "That's Independence Day," and her voice. And Martina yeah. loses it. She, her eyes, like she just gets, she and she gestures to the crowd and she says, "Can you believe this?" Like in her like mouth, mouth thing, like what? She's singing my song. And then yeah. Benatar just kind of looks at her and says, "Come on, let's get back." What are you doing? <laughs> but she, but because she, that was a like that. I I replay that and again. Like I'll go back and watch that once, mm-hmm. maybe a month or two, and it just, I don't know. We're getting off track a little bit, but the power of music, yeah. To and I think it'll, I think it'll kind of talk, come into our conversation here. Yep. is incredible and it it can be classical it can be all it yep. can be it can be punk it can be whatever don't matter music has an incredible ability mm-hmm. um to, to push into it so i um, like irish i like irish oh. celtic music have you ever heard the heard the high kings yes oh. i have very good so good very good and it's but it's like i that music it's almost like it heals me yeah and so We'll it's great music. Main, we'll get to our main topic. Uh, do we have an intro song? I can't remember. Do we? No, I, no, I don't do no song. You haven't gotten one. Okay. No, so I don't do that. <laughs> That's a lot of work. <laughs> it is. Okay. Oh, okay, my gosh. It's not okay, that so a little bit work. of inside baseball here. <laughs> I produce a podcast on my school yep. side yep. called Creative Morgan. I have a bunch of podcasts Yes, he does. It, and I have multiple theme songs. He does. For several different yep. shows. Yeah. It is not a uh, – here's what I'll – I will work on finding us a theme song. Okay. How's that? I that will, I good. will assist the podcast. <laughs> I, c- I mean, I could probably get one if I really, really wanted to. I just yeah. don't want to. <laughs> I just don't want to. Well, <laughs> here I, I'm here to help. So, what is our topic for today? Since we're kind of, I think we're we're leaning towards it. We're tr- we're, cr- we're, we're getting there. Yeah, yeah. we're getting there. So, uh, what, is our what do you want to? What do you do when you want to give up? Okay. So, take it off, Aaron. Go kick it. I think the music thing is a big part of that. So when I was, when I graduated high school in two thousand one, yep. Um, I, I, it's funny. I was we were driving home. We were driving. I was moving. We were moving our foster daughter to another foster home. You know, I'm not. I can't talk about that obviously. But we were helping her move, and we were tuned into a radio station that I didn't know existed. But it's like King one hundred nine point three or whatever. It's a King. So there's Bob Stock, Bob Radio, and then there's yep. King FM. Yep. Didn't know King FM existed. 
But it was funny. She was like, this is so much better than Bob. And it, But it was funny. They were playing like Matchbox 20. They were playing oh. all like the, ni- the ni- late 90s, early 2000s, later Stone 2000s Temple hits. Pilots. Yeah, like oh, all, that, like all that stuff. And she was just like, yeah, this is good music. I'm like, that was the music. I grew up with that music when it was live. Some great like, music. When it was coming out. Like that was <laughs> – and she was just like, really? I was like – Oh, you sweet summer child! But it was the best. So I, I, and so when I was in high school, it, w- it middle school was rough for me. Middle yep. school, I wasn't saved by music. I was more saved by my youth group and my teachers and everything else. Yep. Um, high school, I did all right. It was I was a big old nerd, whatever. Um, but after I graduated high school and I went into the world and I went to school for a semester in one place and semester school in another, yep. I decided to take quote unquote a year off, turned into fourteen years, whatever. But in that intervening time between then and when I went back to school in 2014, yep. it was hard. I was not didn't have a didn't have a college degree. Yeah, I was working. So I started. That's a, hard, oh man. My gosh. I was there. But yeah, you you yeah. I you, went you there. I that. I know. So I would work in call centers, and yep. nothing against call centers. If you oh work in a call center, there's no shame in that game. Goodness. But there was this dead end dead end feeling for me that I was in a dead yeah. end kind of. It kind of feels that way, don't right. it? You yep. don't have a lot. You can't without a, without that bachelor's degree. All I had was my real world, real world experience, and it wasn't particularly transferable because I worked for Verizon Business at that time, and Ooh. Verizon Business corporate account, so million plus whatever. So we're taking incoming calls about contracts and stuff like that, and I learned a lot about how our contracts work, about how T1 lines work, and I, I T1, learned, oh, woo, oh, DS, go back DS1, DS3. I learned oh. a lot about all that stuff. Well, let's roll Thankfully, back. Thankfully, that to the knowledge day. is faded because I. And there's no need for it to have it anymore. No. But it was anymore. interesting because that knowledge didn't transfer. Yep. I couldn't take that outside Verizon business until I went to unless I went to a competitor or went to a telecom company. Yeah, true. So all of that experience that I was getting without a college mm-hmm. degree yep. wasn't doing anything for me. And so a lot of times it felt kind of hopeless. So I would turn to music. I would turn to listening to jams and whatever else and things like that. And then when I got my hospital job as a housekeeping manager – um, that was a long five years of my life. So that was so I two th- uh, 2014. So it would have been 2009 is when I started working. Holy there. moly! That's a long time ago. Um, so 2009 to 2014. That's five years. Is that right in my brain? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. I'm doing the math in my head, so I'm making five sure years, I'm accurate yeah. here. It's five years. Yep. Um, it was really hard, and so I oftentimes music was my my consolation. It yeah. was my my happy place. Um, and I, I'd have to, I have to pull up my last FM account and tell you what music I listened to during that period. Um, but then when I went back to school, that's when it became a different kind of stress. So I would get on the light run on the bus at like five forty-five in the morning. Ooh, there you go. Bus, take the bus to the light rail, get on the light rail at like six thirty, ride the light rail down to downtown Denver, get off the light rail at like six fifty, seven o'clock. Good. Go and sit inside my classroom, wait for class to start. And all that time I had headphones and I was listening to music. Yep. Music saved me during that time. So when we talk about. I could say, I could, I could honestly say that too. It did me too. Yeah. So you asked the question, what do you, what do you do when you want to give up? Um, I mean, yeah, I turned to God, like God was a huge part of my life. Um, but to, to help kind of in, what's the word I'm looking for? Reinforce that. Yep. Music was a big part of my life. I mm-hmm. listened. I, I can actually find it if you give me a moment. Yeah, I'll give you a moment. Um, you take as much time as I, you need. Well, in that case, this is my podcast. We'll take, we'll take <laughs> however long we there want. There are no rules. There's no rules here. Okay. No, well, you I say like whatever you want. I will. <laughs> in that case, let me tell you how I really feel. Do it about everything. Uh, Go ahead and do it. I gotta find last FM. I am not afraid. I'm not afraid. Not afraid. Well, good. I'm glad somebody's. Yeah, I'm, I'm glad somebody's trying to listen to me and my needs. Um, okay, so <laughs> I got to turn on the desktop feature of this site. I think Isaac's listening to you, too. Oh, good. I'm glad somebody's listening to you. Maybe. Me. Maybe maybe somebody will. Okay. Ah! Okay, so if – good grief. Thank goodness we have – all right, I don't know what what's happening here. I'm trying to get this to do what I want it to do. All right, so report sh- – you know what? Uh, you know what I don't like about websites, yeah, is how many different things they do to make you do what you like. Oh, I gotta log in. This thing. Yeah, I don't. I don't like that part. The way they well, do all like that it's stuff. Like it, it loads in so many different things. Yeah. And it's just like this is annoying. Um, okay, so reports. I don't. Want I can reports. block it if you need me to. No, I'm, I'm good. I'm good. I just gotta find. I gotta find my. So, 
anyway, I could I can tell you. I don't know if you can. Can you pause this for a second while I look? Yeah. Because yeah, I, I don't want us to dead air this thing. Okay, we're back on. So, yeah, so I have this thing called Last FM, and it's been scrubbing my music since 2009. Oh. So my entire listening history of music has been categorized since 2009. That's a long time. I don't How many years is that in so that, um, is it 10? No, it's more than 10. Oh god. 12? 14 years. 14. Woo, 14 years worth of That's music listening. That's a long listening. time. So in 2014, I went back to school. So let's yep. take a look at what music I was listening to. Let's see if it was any of the same stuff I was listening ah, to. I just I clicked on the wrong. Dang it, pro- it probably wasn't. I was listening to Dr. Dre, The Chronic. Uh, so I well, I listened to Christian music, but I listened to that too. Right. Sorry, forgive me, Jesus. <laughs> I like the beat. I like, like the beat. I like the beat. I'm trying to find my reports here. I don't know. It may have been earlier. It may have been like 20, 2009. Let's see if we can get this thing to do what I want it to do. So it'll tell me. Uh, I said this, but now I can't do it the way I want it to do it. I'm going to keep going back. 2014. Okay. So artists. Let's see. Let's, let's go tracks. So in 2014... My top track, and this is actually this makes make sense, was with 33 Scrabbles in the year 2014, um, was was the star of the County Down. Huh. Um, it's Did a live it's a live version of that song. Yeah. And it's 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 a it's just a fun, crazy. If you're look if you're wondering what it is, so it's the High King star of the County Down live. If you're out there listening, that's what you need to go listen. Yeah, to. go listen to so it. So yeah, so 33 Scrabbles, which means I listen to that. If you take 12 months, that's more than twice a day. Or more than twice a month, or whatever. It's a lot. That's pretty good, yeah. Um, so the song, then the next song on that list that I listened to was Pompeii by Bastille, which I love that song. Um, I also listened to Brave by Sarah Borelli's, which is a great song. Oh, that's a good song. Um, yeah. The Rocky Road to Dublin, 17 Scrabbles in a Year. Yeah. And then WWE, The Time Is Now, the John Cena theme song. I would listen to that at least every other day on the, ri- on the, on the drive-in on the bus. Man. I would be like, listen to that and just kind of, my, this is my time. My time is now. My time is now. Um, Doctor Who theme, of course. Katy Perry's Roar. Um, Get Over Yourself by She Daisy. I love She Daisy. Oh, I like I like Roar. If you've never heard, <laughs> if you've never listened to She Daisy, I haven't. No, listen to some She Daisy. Um, I listen to Blunt the Knives from the Lord of the Rings, the fe- the original, the the, se- the next sequels, um, where he's like Blunt the Knives. Dun, da, 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 da. Yeah, I listen to that a lot. Um, I listen to Let It Go, the Africanized um, version by Alex Boye. Uh, Survivor, I listen to that by Destiny's Child. I'm a survivor. I'm gonna make it. You got it. I'm not gonna give up. Now, I'm gonna work harder. Yeah, yeah, and that was my that was in my ears yep. throughout that year and probably into the next couple so of years. You you kind of did similar to what I did. Except yeah. mine was from a. It was when I was working in the schools and I was working at the. So it was right at that time where they were building the new middle school and they were transitioning. Yeah. But they needed somebody there to check it. Mm-hmm. So every two times a week I would go there. And it was yeah. at a point at that moment, it was when my brother died. He had just died at that yeah. around that time. And so I was in a horrible amount of pain. Yeah. And I didn't know how I was going to make it. I was yeah. kind of, I wanted to give up. Yeah. I really did. Mm-hmm. It's almost like when you lose somebody, you want to just give up. Yeah. But. I don't know the music. I listen to a lot of Lecrae, Andy Mineo. Lecrae, oh my gosh, I love that guy. I love Lecrae. His He's incredible. Music and lyrics are just—they're good. They're good stuff. They're very good. Yeah, and I listen to a lot of—I um, I mean, I listen to a lot of different stuff. Believe it or not, I used to listen to country. Alan I Jackson. I, I enjoy me. Now here's the thing. <coughs> it's like cough and die. Um, I enjoy like early country up until like the 2000s. The new stuff, I'm not a fan of. No, I'm not either. But I love the I love up to like 2000, 2010. That's where I kind of generally. Yeah. I, I mean, I listen to some new stuff. I'm not saying I just yeah. like, don't even listen to it. I don't. But I yep. I love me some Vince Gill. I love me okay. like Vince some, Gill's good. Some yeah. Reba McIntyre. Um, yeah, Reba's good. Yeah. It's just like Clint Black. A lot of those classics. Um, I like Johnny Cash. Okay, that's he's old one. School. He's one of my favorites. Okay, we're going old school with that. 
But I don't like I don't like uh, what's that Merle Haggard? I don't like him. Okay. Well, he has a couple of his songs are a little bit. <laughs> yeah, I don't <laughs> he, like it. He had a bit of a, uh, a a bent sense of humor. He he really did. Yeah, and I just don't. Oh, I, him and uh, what's the other guy? The really famous one. Willie Nelson. No, I like Willie too. Okay. Uh, he was like way back in the day, probably in the fifties. Okay. Or forties. What was his name? I forget his name. Okay. See, that tells you how much I don't like him. <laughs> You've but, forgotten his name. Yeah, he's really big, though. He's one of the biggest country artists of all time. And uh, he has Hank Williams. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't like him. I just he, never have. He's an interesting fellow. His, yep. there, There is that, that streak of rebel countrymen in that, yeah, in that era. There is, yeah. And it's the unfortunate thing is is that they – I'm a straight edge kind of guy, right? I haven't, yeah. I've never, I've never had alcohol, drugs. I've, I've, at a, resp- as a, resp- at a responsible age, I have consumed alcoholic beverages. Yes, me never too. Never to excess ever in my life. Me too. Um, yep. I, I saw my friends in high school that that was their thing, and I was just like, I don't want to. I, I that want terrifies nothing. me. I don't want to be out of control. I like that. want nothing to do with but it. But I, you know, I've never done recreational drugs. I've never yep. done illegal drugs. I've never done abused drugs. I've never done any of those things mm-hmm. because. I'm pretty straight edge. I'm al- I also have a healthy fear of my parents, which who doesn't when they're in that situation? Well, I did. Oh, yeah, no, I absolutely. I was my, terrified it, of my it, mama. <laughs> I, I was like, no, I can't do that. Um, and I didn't have really, really have an interest. I was just like, I don't, why would I do that? I've got yeah, enough to worry about with my grades. Exactly. And everything else. But, again, different time, different place, different community. True. To, to, to what we see in 2023. That's a whole other issue there. Oh, yeah. Um, but, yeah, I never. So that, that straight edge part of me, when I hear that Merle Haggard or I hear those rebel yeah. streaks, those rebel kind of countrymen, sometimes I appreciate some of the humor. I'm like, oh, that's kind of funny. But, like, they're not on my rotational playlist. They're no. not, like, every day or no. every couple of days. I'm like, oh, I got I to hear, hear, hear me some Merle. Now, if you ask a country fan or a country lover, music <laughs> lover, you are speaking blasphemy right now. They are we up, are. They are up out of the chair. They are, they are, ready like, to they go are to writing war. things down. <laughs> they are going to send letters. They're going to make you know Merle Haggard was the great. And he was. He was a legit legend. Is a legit legend. Is of the country world. Not my you, style. You, you, can't, you can't speak about country music without having some Merle Haggard, Haggard in there. That's true. Uh, but you don't have to like him, which is fine. I don't like him. But no. country, I, what I love about country is it spoke, and sometimes still does, but it spoke similar to what we talk about hip-hop, right? So hip-hop had oh, a message. Oh, yeah. I can say that. Early, early, early classic hip-hop up till about like 2000, 2010. Then things started to kind of kind of wobble a little bit there. It went downhill. Yeah. It's, it's, become, Rapidly. More, it's become more. It's become more about other things than the actual struggles within the name. Like when you listen to the classic hip hop, you listen to those guys, they had a message, they had a pain, they had, they had a struggle. They had things that they were upset about. And there is a message in that music. And you have to accept that you're probably going to hear some pretty, even, even then you're gonna have some coarse language in there. Well, yeah, because that was their, that was their life. Right. That was their reality. It was. And you can't, you can't not, you can't ignore it. Because yep. it's not to, – to ignore it is to say that, well, you don't your, – your, your issues or your message doesn't matter. It doesn't have importance. We need to validate that message. We need to validate that experience. Yeah, because it's, it's, it's not like – that's why country music in the 80s, 70s – well, 50s, 60s, 70s, 80s, 90s, and then the 2000s-ish was so important and powerful because yep. it spoke to people struggling. So you talk about, you know, what do you do when you want to give up? There are – there is so much music both in the hip, early hip-hop and the early country – yeah. Up to 2000, 2010, that speaks directly to that. It does. There is some yeah. real pain yeah. in I those agree. songs about heartbreak, about destruction, about things that are happening to these to these families, to these men, to these women. Yep. That is that is incalculable. You you but you understand it through that song. You do. You yeah. get that. And I like I was listening to I think it's I can't remember it's Rodney something, but it's a song called When You're Going Through Hell. Yeah. And it says when you're going through hell. You know, get out before the devil even knows you're there. The <laughs> lyrics. I'm gonna. Yeah. I gotta find the lyrics. That's pretty good. But it, but that like, that reminds me often. It's like, yeah, there's hell is sometimes life is hell. Sometimes it's it rough. Can be. Like, it can be. It's, yeah. it's not easy. Um, but yeah. the power of Christ in that. I gotta find it. You're going through. Never heard of it. Never heard that one. Uh, Rodney Atkins. Rodney Atkins, you're going through hell lyrics. Let me let me get you lyrics on this, because if I play the music, we're going to get copyrights in all the things. Um, so here it is. So, well, you know those times when you feel like there's a sign there on your back, 
that says, I don't mind if you kick me. seems like everybody has. Things go from bad to worse. You think they can't get worse, but then they do. Verse 2, you step off the straight and narrow, and you don't know where you are. You use the needle of your compass to sew up your broken heart. Ask directions from a genie hmm. in a bottle of Jim Beam, and she lies to you. That's when you learn the <laughs> truth. And here's the chorus. <laughs> if you're going through hell, keep on going. Don't slow down. If you're scared, don't show it. You might get out before the devil even knows you're there. I'll, I'll keep reading. It's it. actually pretty good. Yeah, it's it taken out of the song. I mean, the song is a lovely song. It's best to break it. I love it. Verse 3 says, I've been down deep in that darkness. I've been down to my last match. Felt a hundred different demons breathing fire down my back. Ooh. And I knew that if I stumbled, I'd fall right into the trap they were laying. Yeah. But the good news but the good news is there's angels everywhere out on the street holding out a hand to pull you back up on your feet. The one that you've been dragging for so long, you're on your knees. You might as well be praying. Guess what I'm saying? If you're going through hell, keep on going. Don't slow down. If you're scared, don't show it. You might get out before the devil even knows you're there. Darn. Um, and then chorus continues. And nice. That's I think that's the end of that song. But that's like some good lyrics. Well, there's there's the that's what that's so that's like early country. Like that's late. I don't want to say. Actually, I could probably tell you when that came out. Um, if you're going through hell, release day. When was it released? Yeah, I've never even heard of that song before. It's Rodney Atkins, uh, 2006. So the oh, late, that's the late 2000s. Long time ago. Well, <laughs> that was way back. It's in weird the day. because I, and when you said it, I was like, no, that wasn't that. Yeah, that was. Yeah, it was a long time that ago. Was a long, that was like nine, 15 years ago. It oh. don't seem like it was that long ago, though. But it is. It's. It's. It, but it. But that's powerful, right? Yeah. It's like the, I, I love the line about you use the, the the needle of your compass to sew up your broken. Heart. I saw. I heard. Yeah, that was good. You think about all those times that you, we've been through and still will go through, is is that when you're when you're literally down to your last match in the darkness. I've been there. <laughs> you have <laughs> yeah. like you use whatever you have with you to get through it. Yeah. But I think the message of that song is. That you can get through it, and there's an, like it says, there's angels on the sidewalks everywhere you go, like yep. the ones you, the ones you don't know about. Um, yeah, that's good. So there's there's the verse as I walk through the valley of the shadow of death. I'm gonna find it. Um, oh, Psalm 23. Uh, yeah, as I walk through the valley of the shadow of death. Yeah, so Psalms 23 one. What's funny is so that song that is used in a hip hop song. As I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil. I will go, we'll, go, we'll circle back to that in a second. But here's what Psalm 23, 1 through 6 says. Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil. For thou art with me, thy rod and thy staff, they comfort me. Thou preparest a table before me in the presence of mine enemies. Thou anointest my head with oil, my cup runneth over. Oh. So what I love, I love about the Psalms is they there's a psalm for everything. There's 150 of them. There, the there's a lot the of them. There's a lot of them. Yep. And it's what I love about the psalms is a lot of the songs we sing as hymns now. Yeah. They came from our psalms and our prayers. They do. Yep. Um, but I, I, I kind of I sit in that is is that the valley of the shadow of death is obviously a, a real location. Like they're talking about where death is coming. You are walking in the midst of of what will come to get you. Like it's you, coming for you. It's coming for you. But <laughs> yeah. I will fear no evil. Because thou art with me, my God is with me. My God yeah. protects me. Thy rod and thy staff, which are the weapons of choice, they comfort me. They yeah. comfort me. Thou preparest the table before me in the presence oh, of mine enemies. Showing like, favor now. I'm protecting you. I am feeding you. Thou anointest my head with oil. Of course, an, an, the oil means like a blessing or a whatever you want to call it. Um, but also, my cup runneth over, and like that's the idea that. Um, you have you have more than you need. You have yeah. so much given yep. to you. Um, so I gotta find that the the song as I walk through the valley of the shadow of death because it's it's a, actually a hip hop. It was used in hip hop as the walk as I walk Is through the valley. Is that Coolio? No, Gangsters. Yeah, Coolio Gangsters and Paradise. Kyle Mash. Yeah, Gangsters Paradise. Yeah. As I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, and I take like a look at my life. And so he says, yeah, as I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I look at my life and realize there's nothing None left. left yeah. Guys have been blasted and laughing so long that even mama thinks my mind is gone. Yeah. But I ain't never crossed a man that didn't deserve it. Maybe treated like a punk. You know that's unheard of. You better watch how you're talking and where you're walking. Um, or you and your homies might get lined in chalk. So what I <laughs> – yeah, there's a th that's a threat of violence. Let's, it is a threat of violence. Let's be abundantly clear. That's it not is. how Jesus operates. Nope. But what they did what, – what, what, is, what is the power of Gangster's Paradise is it takes a psalm. 
And like when we were we started talking about it, we went right to Gangster's Paradise first. I knew what it was. We went yeah. there and we're like, oh well, that I know that. Um, and the song is like, yeah, I just <laughs> it's if you really want to dig, that's a great the, song. <laughs> it's the lyrics of that song are incredible because I think um, it's it the old school hip hop speaks of a greater struggle. Of it a does. struggle of, of, a, of a people, of a group, of a, of a community. Yep. Um, so here we go. Uh, let's see. I ain't never crossed. See, well, I really hate to, hate to trip, but I got to luck. As they croak, I see myself in the pistol smoke. Fool, I'm the kind of G little homies want to be like. On my knees in the night saying prayers in the street light. Oh, like that. He's still, he's nice. like there's some God there, but it's, it's, it's not really the one that you sh- should be worshiping. Um, look at the situation that got me facing. I can't live a normal life. I was raised by the street, so I got to be down with the hood team. Too much television watching got me chasing dreams. I'm an educated fool with money in my mind. Got my ten in my hand and a gleam in my eye. I'm a locked out gangster, set tripping banger, and my homie is down, so don't arouse my anger. Fool, death ain't nothing but a heartbeat away. I'm living life, do or die. What can I say? I'm 23 now, but will I live to see 24? The way things is going, I don't know. Tell me why are we so blind to see that the ones we hurt are you and me? Man. Powerful lyrics. Powerful (laughs) lyrics on their own. Um, Good. Rest in peace, bro. Yeah, po- uh, power and money, money and power, minute mm-hmm. after minute, hour after hour. Yeah. Everybody's running, but half of them ain't looking. It's going on in the kitchen, but I don't know what's cooking. They say I got to learn, but nobody's here to teach me. If they can't understand it, how can they reach me? I guess they can't. I guess they won't. I guess they front. Huh. That's why I know my life is out of luck, fool. Man. Tell me why we are so blind to see that the ones we hurt are you and me. Like, that is, this That's is it. why I continually preach about old school hip hop and hip hop in the 90s and the 2000s. It's really good. It is. The, the lyrics speak to so much. There is so much, like, the depths. It's like, oh, this is to, to borrow the donkey line from Shrek. There's layers. There's so many layers yeah, in that song. There is, And there's yeah. so much metaphor and imagery that they're pulling. But it's we really talk, good, actually. It is. But we talk <laughs> about, like, the question, the question you asked, again, mm-hmm. is what do you do when you want to give up? Clearly, in this song, the character who's singing yep. is stuck between – well, I want to be better, but I've this is what I've known from my I've been life. raised by the streets. I've been raised by the streets, yep. and I can't get out of the streets. And there's and he says um, he sees no way out. It doesn't look like yep. Fool, I'm living life. What does he say? He says I'm educated. I'm lo- oh hold on, I gotta find this here. So power and money, money and power. Everybody's running, but ha- half of them ain't looking. It's going on in the kitchen. They s- yeah here. So they say I gotta learn, but nobody's here to teach me. If they can't understand it, how can they reach me? I guess they can't. I guess they won't. I guess they front. That's why I know my life is out of luck, fool. So he's talking about there's people out there like, yeah, you got to get your life straight. You gotta, but he's saying they say I got to learn, but they're not here to teach they're me. They're not here to teach they're, me they're how. The, they're on the TV saying things. Yeah. They're telling me they're doing that, but they're not actually doing a dang thing. Yeah. They're not actually here to help. They're not where I need them. Yeah, true. And then he's like, he's talking about like if they can't understand me, how can they reach me? I guess they can't. I guess they won't. I guess they're f- they front like they're fronting an image of oh I'm here to save I'm here to help but they're not actually going to get down in the dirt. But they're not there. And I yeah. think that's a part of like what Man, the question of how, what do you do when you want to give up is you got to find your people. You yeah. got to find your support. You've you got to have people. Yeah. Your, your, your to and again this in the in the concept of 2023 you're like well, I use that word but like a tribe but a community or a group yeah. of people who are your support structure who they are your ride or dies. They are the people that you pick up the phone and you say, hey, I need this. Let's go. They're there. Um, I have a friend who's going through. It's hard to do that. It's hard to find, too. I have a friend who's going through some stuff with just stuff that's going on in her life. Yeah. Um, But and she's 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 at the point where she's having to ask for help from her her family and friends. And her statement to me this morning was really cool is she's like the people that I least expected to help and support me in my time of need have been extraordinary. Like they, she she asked for help for something or told someone something and said, "Hey, I'm I'm struggling. I can't do. I can't do yep. this." And she said, "Like, yeah, they just suddenly were. They got. They said, hey, I have some extra groceries for a week. Here, go. Here you go. For a week. Here's some groceries that'll feed you for a week. Here's a this week's a lifeline, man. Here's that'll help you. Hey, yep. I heard you need like, hey, do you, like once once a month or once a week. Hey, come over and let's have dinner. Have dinner with my with us, and we'll and we'll serve. We'll we'll feed you and send you with leftovers. Hey." Huh. When you come over, to, when you come over, like, but she's got more. So, and it was, it's so interesting because I don't. If she didn't have that, it would be a lot harder for her. Gives her hope. That's the word. No, hope is hope the word. Is and no. I, I that my so uh, in my professional life, um, my 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 principal um, has said that hope is not a strategy. 
And I think that's something. To, and and it, you laugh, but I think it's, it's true. I think it's something to think about because yep. when she said it, I was like, "Whoa!" whoa. She's like, "Well, here's," and she said, "This is the thing. You, hope should not be something that you just kind of go to every so often. No, because being a strategy means you like you use it when you need it." She was like, "No, you need to ha- hope needs to be your life. You need to live and breathe. She and is eat. absolutely right. And so in this case, for my friend, I would agree. She has found hope in her family and friends around here, around her." Who are willing to help? Who are willing to lean in and say, "Hey, do you need something? What do you like? I'll try and help. Mm-hmm. I can't give you everything. I can't give you. I can't fix this, but I can fix this. Let me help here." And I think for us as Christians, the question you're asking mm. is, "What do you do when you want to give up? Make sure you have people in your life, but also be yeah. be in prayer. Be in be ask for help. Requires just, all of those things. Ask for help. Um, and even though my friend isn't a believer, yeah, I mean, I still pray for her, but. The people in her life are believers. Yeah. Um, and it's really cl- – well, some of them are. I don't know how practicing the others are, but that's not – that's beside the point. My point is is that she has she has discovered that they do love her and yeah. care for her yeah. enough to know that she's in trouble and she needs help and that she – they don't want her to give up. Yeah. They want to yeah. make sure that she has hope. And so the hope not being a strategy is important because you need to live it. And that's to that point is, is that there are people in our world who need help. Like, so once a month with my friend, we are getting together and eating, having brunch. I there pay you for go. it. I take care of it because that's important. And we get to sit down and talk about life. I get to kind of dump on her. She dumps on me. We kind of encourage each other and say, hey, let's do it again next month. We'll see you then. There you go. And, but because I know that she needs that, mm-hmm. and I need it. <laughs> yeah, you need it too. Our, our, our cycle, our cyclical nature of hope is. I know that if I reached out to her and said, hey, I need I need a second. Can you tell me? Can you talk to me? I know she'd be like, call me. Let's go. Yeah. And I know that if she reached out to me and said, hey, I need help, I'd be like, yeah, what's up? What you need? I'm, I'm an hour away. What do you got? <laughs> but that's what – when you live, breathe, eat, and, and, and hope is, uh, is every part of you that it could be. It should be. Hmm. You are less likely to give up. You are less likely to go – well, I don't want to do this anymore. I'm going to do that. It builds determination in you because that hope helps fuel you to the next thing. Hey, huh. I had hope. I fought back. I reached out. I had people who helped me. I got through this. I now know that I can get through things. Yep. That gives me the hope that I need to hold on to routinely so when the next thing comes around, I got this. And I know you're more equipped. I, yeah, you're more you're you're more equipped. Yeah. You've done this once or twice. It's not your first or second or third or fourth rodeo. Yep. Like you begin to build up that strength. You build up that courage. You're less likely to just be like, whatever. I'm not going to do this. Crap you're like, all this. Yeah. <laughs> I don't. Yeah. Who cares? I'm done. Whatever. I've been there work. too. And it's it's interesting that she has come so far. Um, yeah. At some point. I would, I would. Be, it would be very fun to sit down with her and have this conversation. <laughs> yeah, no she kidding. Is, she is not a believer. Um, she, she's a Wiccan. She is very different in her sexuality than what we uh, we have an understanding and acceptance of yep. in our own lives. Yep. Um, I don't judge her. It's not my job. It's not but job. Like, no. Nope. She has a different perspective, and so we've been friends since 2014 when I we ran into each other at college, and we just started talking. She's 10 years younger than me, um, and it's been a very cool dynamic to be friends with her i would almost call her she's one of my best friends because i know crazy, that every yeah. time we reach out to each other we're going to be able to hang out and yep. spend time together yep um so but she her hope has been routinely refueled over these last 10 plus years mm-hmm. she has never given up she's never stopped she's never like whatever she's continued to fight um and live her life and and find ways to get through what she needs to get through so it's been it's been really nice to kind of that's good you got a friend that close man that's hard to find well and someone who i know will be able to make it so i guess my question for you is i've talked and answered that question so now i will i guess you have to Uh, i guess yeah mine's going to be a little bit different but it'll be similar hey that's there's nothing wrong with different that's right yep so when i remember in 2015 when my brother died at the time, I was working in the school district, and yep. I felt like there was this darkness falling in all around me. Yep. I had, I had, I just went and seen my dad, and it the oh it was it was that was horrible. Yeah. I can still visualize and remember the look on his face. I can still see it, 
And I remember that when you have darkness falling all around you, what what is the absence of light? Yeah. It's darkness. Yeah. Darkness takes away hope. Yeah. And so when I when I was around in that time in 2015, I needed like I'm a I'm an optimistic person. Yeah. 99% of the time. Yeah. Well, 95%. I'm getting older now. <laughs> and, you start to get a little pessimistic. Uh, yeah, yeah. Pessimistic some of that time. I'm a little bit. I'm a little bit, yeah. A little cranky. I'm get a little, off my lawn. I'm a little cranky. I'll throw it and shoot at you. <laughs> but I, I don't know. In that, at that time, it was just this interesting – the, the hope in me was starting to fade away. Yeah. Because I don't know how many people out there have lost people, but it takes something out of you. It takes something away. You lose – a part of yourself. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You lose a part of yourself. Yeah. And you can't ever get that back. You can't. Because no. Because once they're gone, yeah. that piece of your heart, it's no longer being fed. It's no longer being yeah. – it just starts to die. And you feel that. Yeah, you do. the grieving process. Is it is. You, yeah. How do you take that piece of them so huh. that it doesn't continue to hurt you? And, and how do you take that out of your heart so that it can be replaced by another someone? But how do you take that piece of them and honor them? Huh. And how do you, and like, you know? So here's what happened to me. Okay. So I fell into a deep depression. Yeah. That's what happened to me. And I remember the the moment that that God came down and reached directly into me and fixed what was broken. Mm-hmm. I was, I went to sleep. I was in the bed. I went to sleep that night. And the last thing I said to him before I fell asleep was, Lord, if you take me tonight, yeah. I'll be happy. Oof. And I said, but if you don't, and I wake up in the morning, change me. I woke up the next morning, and I was not the same man. I had abundant hope. hope, See, that's what I want to get through to people is that. Well, and so before you say that, so here's the thing. What you were able, like, this, again, this is. This is like light theology. So just it is. buckle up and, yeah. and kind of Let's go, go. With, go with us as we kind of theology. stumble our way through this thing. But Because what some people would say is that you don't get to tell God what to do. How dare you do that? <laughs> My response is, yeah. God, you asked God, you said, hey, either take me now or or build into me what you need me to be. Exactly. Make me who, exactly. Not who I want to be. Yeah, Make who you who want me you to be. want me to be. That's right. And that confession, that moment, yep. I would argue, is the far more powerful part of that Ooh, conversation. Man, yeah, it is. Telling God to either take me or fill me. Okay, that yeah, you're 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 taking you're taking God at His word because He could have been like, okay, cool, Chris, time's up, let's go, back up to me, let's do this. Yeah, He could have been. He could have been like, all right, cool, out of the pool, let's go. But he didn't. But he didn't because he <laughs> had a plan yeah. or a Check. will for your life, and so in that moment, it's like God was like, okay. You yep. have now given. You have now asked for a choice. You've yeah. now asked, and you've and and it's almost as if you submitted yourself to him. I did. And I kind of did. Yeah. yeah. You're like I need not fully, but take I did. Me or fill me. Yeah. Make me make me a better man. Which the context of it, make me the man you want me to be. That's what I was asking him. And he knew that. He knew that because. Yeah. But he, you needed to verbalize it. I did. You yeah. need to say it because people talk about like, oh well, I pray to God in my head all the time. It's like until you actually say it, say it. It don't mean nothing. Verbalize. Because if man. you because then you're like, well, God just read my mind. Well. That's not how that works. <laughs> you can write a book in your head all yeah. day <laughs> until gonna, somebody you're reads gonna, it. You're not going to be like Steve, you're not going to be a Stephen King until you put it to paper. That's right. Which, yep. is a, which is a weird metaphor to go with, but we're going with it. It, it worked. It did. Yeah. It, it worked. It, yeah. Sure. So, I think for for that, that's 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 a powerful moment. It, it was. And I think it for was. people to hear that, it's like because if you go to God and you say, either you take me or you give me what I want. Well, that's a whole uh, other issue. That's that's arrogance and selfishness. That's arrogance. Yeah. That's, that's 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 basically yeah. saying to God, "I know better. Make it yeah. better for me. Yeah, not make it better for you that, or whatever." And what I was asking him was, I was at the place to where, because I understood that I needed to be hopeful for my boys, yeah, and for my wife and for my dad. My yeah. dad was in excruciating pain at the time. And I didn't know how to help him. And the only thing I could do was be the man that God had called me to be. And to do that, you have to submit yourself. And I can honestly tell you today that I am not the man that I was 10 years ago, 15 years ago. I am a completely, like, way, way different. But do I always have moments of 
of darkness? Yes, I do. Yeah. I absolutely do. Yeah. There are moments when I have a lot of darkness, yeah. but there are more moments of extreme light and hope yeah. and love and compassion. I believe in my in my life, I have found that the best way for you to become a more hopeful and loving individual is yep. to give away what you want yep. and love people freely and openly yep. and say, what do you need yep. to feel that you're loved? Yep. And so for my wife, that's been me submitting myself to her. Holy crap. I think the house just fell down. Things are happening upstairs. <laughs> my wife's throwing stuff. She's trying to throw something at me right now. Through the through the through, through the floor through the floor <laughs> into the into the basement. So that's kind of where I'm at now. Yeah. I, I'm like, um, there there's moments that I have that are dark, but most of the time, yeah. I am a very hopeful, yeah. optimistic individual. I really, yeah. the job that I have now has played a lot into that. Yeah. I've so this is the other question. Yeah, do you allow the situation to dictate to you how you're going to be, mm. or do you look at the situation and say this is who I am. Yeah. I'm not moving from this position. Yeah. And no matter what comes, this is who I'm going to be. That is a big question. That is a very big question. Uh, yes. I think when in my younger days, I would have manip- I would have adjusted to the situation. I would have too. Yeah. I would have Absolutely. Been like, well, I need to be different. I it's I'm the problem. It's me. It's the old Taylor Swift. It's the Taylor Swift song. It's me. I'm the problem. It's me. No, Taylor. It's, I don't, it's, I don't wait, know Sometimes that. it is you, I don't Taylor, know that song. <laughs> it's, I don't listen to Taylor. Uh, oh, no. Oh, blasphemy. I just heard Heresy you. of the highest order <laughs> of this podcast is in danger. How dare you, sir? I was fine with the Merle Haggard slams. But you have, you have spoken I just don't, against. I don't, I don't dislike her. I just don't listen to her music. Okay. 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 It looks like that's it. Flipping tables in the in the in the in the grand in the yeah the flipping tables in the temple of Taylor. How dare you, sir? Yeah. How dare you? I don't know. I just she's not my taste, man. I just you don't have to like her. I don't. You just have to like just. I recognize she has a great deal of talent. Anyway, I do. Now that we've completely annihilated and alienated every one of our (laughs) listeners, yes, we did, and that's great. Good talk. Um, Is that? I don't even know where I was going with that conversation. I have no <laughs> idea. Taylor Swift just totally. I just ruined it right there. So yeah, so it's like when you're in that situation, you're always just more like, yeah. "Well, I'm the problem. It's my fault." Exactly. But yeah. As, as depending on your maturity and how you get there, you can be more of, "I'm not the problem here." Yeah. I need to stay true to who I am. Exactly. I need to be myself and not try and be somebody else. Yep. In that situation, yeah, um, and I think it's a delicate line to walk, especially oh, it's in hard. 2023. It's hard, yeah, because there's a lot of things that you know you have to be mindful of. Okay, well, this is not like I, I'm not going to be okay with this in my world and in my house, but I can't really confront it outside yeah. because that would be that. And, and I, 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 there's probably going to be an argument at some point about this because people are going to be like, well, Jesus called people out in the temple, but yeah, but that was contextually specific. People were in his house, making money, betting, doing like money exchangers. Things were happening. It was profaning. It was profaning. Absolutely. He had every right to say, "Get the heck out of my house, y'all!" Flipping tables. I'm mad as heck and not going to put up with it anymore. So I think I liked it. Yeah, he's kind of rebellious a little bit. Well, people call that the the rebel Jesus. Yeah, and that's why I I say sometimes I'm the I'm I'm a rebel Jesus follower. Sometimes I I follow the rebel Jesus on occasion, where I kind of get a little. A little agitated, and you know, start to get. I get so, a lot agitated. Yeah, <laughs> a little. Yeah, okay, I'll admit that. But I like <coughs> the thing about it is, is, is that you have to be mindful of how much you're willing to, yeah, or how much you can. The word's not um, not subordinate. I'll find the word in a second. Um, like give up of your values. Like you have to be, you have to stay true yeah. to who you are. You have to. Well, and not just stay true to you, but stay true to Jesus. Yeah, exactly. And that's, yeah. I think, the biggest piece of that. So but I think you, you have to know him personally to do that first. Yeah, yeah you have to have a relationship with Christ. Yeah. Um, so I, one more, what was the question you were asking, that second question? Can we, can we go back to it or do you remember it? Uh, so do you stay true? Do you bend to the situation yeah, or, or yeah, yeah. yeah? Man. I think it's a hard question. <laughs> I think it's one of those things where 
Christ calls us to be in the world. He does. He doesn't want us to be in our little bubble. Yep. He doesn't want us to be in our own little communes nope. and never leave the walls and shut nope. out the doors and, and you know do whatever. Christ called the Great Commission is not a mistake. It is not an error. Nope. Go out and make disciples of all nations. Da, 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 da. Like it's it's pretty precise. It's, it's clear. <laughs> yeah. So it's not a hey, you need to just kind of huddle down and, and yeah. make your own little you know survival camp. No, Christ never did that. He did. Christ was out in the world. He was working with people, but he also never betrayed his sense of self. He never lost who he was. Yep. He was always like, hey, what you're doing is wrong, and here's what you can. Here's what here, here's what I can help here, you. With. Here, here's go and you sin can. no more. You know whatever. And he, but and he, so. He was confrontational, but he wasn't. He wasn't rude. He was just like, "Well, you. This is what's happening, and this is you're wrong. This is you're <laughs> wrong, and here's what you should do, and here's how you can do it." But he never said, "I'm going to. Con- I'm, I'm taking you to. I'm throwing you down to hell right now." It was never uh-huh. a part of Christ's no. message on earth, um, except when he talked to the Pharisees. Oh, f- <laughs> the Pharisees knew how to push Jesus's butt. Boy, they did. <laughs> but the thing, what I think he almost enjoyed playing with them. This is a bit of the. Like shaky theology, as I was talking earlier, <laughs> I think Jesus knew exactly what he was doing with those guys. He absolutely did, and he yeah. knew they were going to what they, what they were going to what, what their defenses were going to be. He knew their intention too. He knew, yep, he knew what they were trying to do. Yeah, um, and he was like, "No, here's what I know." They're just like, uh, 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 uh. and finally they're like, "We got to kill this guy," and they did. But That's what they did. <laughs> they yeah, fulfilled the prophecy. And three yep. days later, he's back, and here we are, Christianity 2023. That's right. So it's, you know, it's it's one of those things where it's that whole we talked about this before in this up on this in the show. Uh, previous episodes, the WWJD bracelets. Yeah, I've seen a couple of those on kids. Around, I have too, and I'm like, it's still around. That's awesome. It's still good and kicking. Yeah, but I think that is, it's a starting point when you yeah. look at a situation or you look at addressing a conflict or trying to figure out where do I go from here. Yeah, I think that first question is, what would Jesus do? Um, and we have enough of knowledge of, of his of his teachings, of his journey, of his mission, and all that. To know, you know, the Gospels and all that. We know we know what he would generally do. But sometimes you have to discern a little bit. And you got to go, well, Jesus did this, which is sort of similar to this. Yep. But I got I to I determine exactly what it is. Yeah. So it's... I don't, a, it's difficult sometimes yeah. to know. Because there's... Because there's people out there who are like, well, you just need to do this. You just need to be this black and white. Meh. And while I can agree with that to a certain extent, to some degree, yeah, I also know that loving people isn't clean. Loving people who are outside of your loving people isn't clean. It isn't goodness. It's not. That's pretty good. <laughs> it isn't because it's, it is. I think true. a lot of a lot of people, and this came out of the '90s and the 2000s. Yep. People's idea of being of doing missionary work or doing yeah. evangelical work True. was, oh, it'll just be sunshine and rainbows and unicorns, and they'll just it'll automatically happen. Nope. And people <laughs> work, and they'll I'll tell people about Jesus, and they'll come right to Jesus. It's like, nope. You don't know how people work, do you? No. Um, and I think that that's the thing is that people have to know that to love all and to love those who Christ asks us to love, which is everybody. Yep. It ain't clean it's messy it's it's really it is, messy it is a lot it's full of a lot of okay well how how does my love look or how does god christ christ love look uh, because people talk about well love is love is love in tying into the christ message which is always dangerous to take those two things and try to mash them together it is yeah i think it's it's shaky at best and at worst it's offensive um yeah. because christ's love was 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 full of contra- of, of calling people out they called their sin out right, to yeah, them. Yeah. From disciples to apostles <laughs> did to everybody, Christ yep. called them out. And he's like, yeah, you you denied me three times, bud. What the heck? And what were you like, thinking? Uh, uh, I'm sorry. <laughs> and he starts cursing. Right. I don't know him. Right. I don't know that guy. What are you talking about? And then so Christ is like, dude, you did this. And I, I it's not, it's not a, it's no, there's no, this wasn't imagined. It's real. And so I think people miss, like, we think <laughs> about Christ's love as, oh, just love, 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 love. It's like. Yes, but at a certain point, that love comes with consequences. It does. Um, yeah. <laughs> this brings up a song. So there's a song by Newsboys. Actually. Ooh, I like Newsboys. Oh, I'm I I, I love the early new, the Newsboys. Um, Truth and consequences is the song. Oh yeah. Um, here we go. Let's go through the lyrics. Are you ready? Yep, I'm ready. All right, here we go. 
poster child for the Christian single, dumped on more than a birdhouse shingle, tired of the same old crowd, she starts to mingle where she don't belong. All God's bachelors hanging in a bunch, wolves in wool light beating with a punch. Score another knockout, barely bought her lunch. What went wrong? Let's talk about real life, truth and consequences, and coming to our senses and lies we'd best unlearn. Let's talk about real life, truth and propaganda. Are you really going to stand for a love that waits its turn? So it's talking about waiting, true love waits, and stuff like that. Yeah, exactly. It also speaks to love is not just love. No. Love is you've got to be able to speak to someone in love if something's going on, or you're like, hey, man, I love you, and I'll continue to hang out with you, but you know, you're. You're, you're going out to the bars every night. Like, you're doing this thing where yeah, you're, you're coming home drunk. Or yeah, you shouldn't you know, be I'm, doing I'm that. I'm having to pick you like, man, this is – we can't keep doing this. I can't keep – I can't keep allowing or, you know, engaging your behavior. And, and promoting. Promoting and permitting and permissing yeah, it. Yeah. Like, I – there's there's got to yeah. be a breaking point. There has Because been. if you make the argument love is love is love, then you'll just keep doing it and helping that person out and enabling them. That's the word I was looking enabling, for. Enabling. That's enabling, the word. <laughs> like, their, their, yeah. their bad behavior or their negative whatever. Yeah. And – that's so love is not just love is love is love love is yeah we love our enemies we love we love we live in love but love is not pretty it's love is harsh love can, can be, be love can be hey i can't i can't stand by you while you do this yeah i've i've, I've asked you i've told you i've encouraged you i've tried to tell you why this is not a good thing and then you've routinely rejected what I've asked you until I, I can't stand next to you. Yep. I'll be here for when you're ready to come back from this edge that you've put yourself yep. on. I'll pull you up if you put a hand out. Yeah. But you have you have you have rejected every effort from of me, mine or others to help you yep. come back from the breach or back from the edge. And that's yep. love is saying, call me when you're ready. I will be here to pull you up. But you yep. don't want to be pulled up. I'm trying nope. to pull you, but you keep swatting right. my hand away. True. And so that's, that's interesting. why I say is love isn't clean. Love is messy. Love is ugly. Love is going to – Can be. Can, like I was talking to my friend this morning, like there is a family relationship that has been been broken for three years in that family. And so that's a messy kind of love. Will it ever resolve? I hope so. Yeah, we hope but it she does. doesn't know. She's like, I don't, I don't know if it will ever get fixed. And so in that way, there's love there, but it's been broken. And so sometimes love has to be repaired. Love has to be reborn. Love has to be rebuilt. Tore all the way down and rebuilt. Start from yeah. the foundation yeah, again because that love to. has been skewed or that love has been, right. been poisoned or whatever. So it's interesting. It's very interesting. Yeah. I just. That's crazy. In answer to your question, I think what do you do when you want to give up it's you have to embrace the idea that you can continue that you can keep doing you have to yeah you have to see that you have to personally go i got i can do this and that would come from reaching out to your support group yeah people tell you your support group or whatever your friends true um but you have to choose your friends wisely because you'll have friends who will drag you down oh my god i have examples in my life and others lives where I've (laughs) i've had to have conversations with with people um, about like this person's dragging you down. They are preventing you from being successful. Oh no, man! It's not. I'm like, I'm looking at. Your I can see it, I man. Can <laughs> see it. Like, I'm, we're, there's there's a lot of evidence here to suggest that this isn't gonna con- this isn't gonna work. Yeah. Um, and so it's just. <sighs> My wife was the one that helped me to yeah. to do better. Yeah. Because she, so it was my, her and my dad. They when I first started my YouTube channel. Yeah. I was like, okay, I I've been at, I've built I've done like forty videos. And I only got twenty subscribers, yeah. and so I kept working. And at one point, I said, okay, I'm done with this crap. I'm yeah. tired of this. I'm not doing it no more. Yeah. And then they, my wife's like, honey, what what are you talking about? You're not doing this no more. You you're good at this. Why don't you just do it? Yeah. And so I kept going. My dad's like, son, I love watching your videos. Yeah. He was my biggest fan, and it was. I don't know. That's I think a lot of what he taught me is why I keep going. Yeah, it really is. Because there's days I want to give up. I don't want to yeah. do it no more. Yeah, I don't always like technology. <laughs> there's days when I don't. I think the the kind of the capsulating statement is is that life and love isn't clean. It isn't. But neither of those things no. is going to be simple, black and white. Nope. Yes and no. It's it's life is a struggle. Yeah. Life is a struggle. Life is colorful. Li- ah. 
And mm-hmm. sometimes it's red, bright red, angry. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it's orange. Sometimes it's blue. Yeah. Sometimes it's yellow, orange. That's true. It's yeah, all the colors. Sometimes it's purple, and you're just like, Mah! it. Life is colorful, and love is messy. There you go. Life is life is colorful, and love is messy. That's a good way to say it. Yeah. And sometimes your painting of your day looks like a Picasso. Sometimes. Other days it might look like a I don't even know. Looks like somebody like took a, like a, a like took a, a photo dump. like a photorealistic. Yeah. It's great. Like it's all smiles. And other days it's, it's like stick figures. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, it also could be the case. <laughs> yeah. But I think the message of this is like between the two of us, we've always relied on Christ. We've always we found have. our way back yep. to him. Yep. Um always. And I my wife and I have these conversations where I'm like, you need to turn that over to God. And, like, people who are not believers are like, well, what does that even look like? It's like it's an actual verbal prayer of, God, you I take can't it. <laughs> keep doing this. I need you to take this from me. I yeah. need you to walk with me on this. I need to, I need to be able to, to know that this is, not, this is not in my sole possession, that you are yeah. going to shoulder this with me, that I am going to get through this with your help. Yeah. Um, and it's a powerful thing when you acknowledge that you're not, you don't have to do it alone. It's if true. O- if only, yeah. if, o- if, o- if your only friend or only piece of support that you have at the moment until you find more is that Christ is there walking with you through His sacrifice on the cross and His His whole His whole force and power is behind you and, and yep. getting you through it. That's what you sometimes have to depend on. And does that suck? Certainly, but God's there. Christ is there, and you will make it. You will make it. It is not impossible. It. You can I I told my students this all the time. I said, "You are possible." Yeah, you are absolutely possible. There is a way to get through this. There is always a way. You're not done. There's always a way. Yeah, you're not finished. The world needs the needs your future, and your future needs the world. So let's yep. do this and let's make it happen. So it it's the, the 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 easier said than done part is keep going. Don't look back. Yeah. Don't look don't back. look back. Yeah, don't look back. Don't remember, look, but don't look yeah, back. Get out you of know? there before the devil even knows That's you're there. That's right. And yeah, those that, I'm gonna come back to that those lyrics a little bit later in my in the week and just like look at those because that that country song is almost like you could call it a Christian song. You could, it's, it's got, pretty it's, good. It's got some Christ, yeah. it's got some Christ and Jesus in there somewhere. It does, um, which is always an, I think a good element of a good song is it has the idea that there's a bigger picture, there's a bigger there's a bigger, bigger part thing. of this. Yep. There are, there are bigger. The Creator is out there um, and He's there with you. Uh, I have nothing else to, to say. Yeah, I got nothing else. <laughs> We're done. I'm done. We're too. done. Stick We're a done. fork in us. We're turkeys. <laughs> We're tur- <laughs> yeah, Thanksgiving we are. is two weeks away, so we'll, we'll, be, tur- we'll be turkeys then. Yeah. Thank um, y'all. Thank y'all for listening yeah. to us. My name is Chris. My name is Aaron. And until next time, everyone, we love that you've been here with us. Yeah. Won't you be our neighbor? Let's do. Let's 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 uh, let's live life colorfully. That's right. And let's love messily. There you go. Rock on. Rock on, y'all. Till next time. Peace out.